What's up and welcome to Champions of Lore, a show about all the kick-ass stories behind some of Idle Champions' coolest campaigns and characters. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here on twitch.tv slash Games or later on your favorite podcast service, B. Dave Walters and Aaron M. Evans talk about all the Idle Champions lore that's fun to know about. If you're with us live in the chat, you can leave a question that I, Trevor Bettis, will ask them later in the show. Yeah, I know the code's not there. I'm going to add in a little bit. Audio listeners, don't worry about that. But until then, Aaron, B. Dave, take it away. I am Erin M. Evans. I'm the author of the Brimstone Angels Saga, six-book series set in the Forgotten Realms that features Frida, Havilar, and Mahen, some of your favorite idol champions champions. I also play Cecilia on Dungeon Scrawlers. Champions, champions. I'm B. Day Walters. I say words about things. You can find me all over the interwebs wherever fine streaming content can be located, including the Black Dice Society tomorrow at 4 on D&D Twitch and YouTube, and this Friday and Saturday all over D&D Live. And we have a big announcement at the end of the show that I'm doing and excited about. <laughs> yes, yes. So I uh, uh, hope you're excited for that. Uh, but until then, we're talking about uh, Laurel Silverhand and Elminster. Yes. Uh, who of those do you want to start with first? Hey, Dave, do you have a preference? Elminster! <laughs> <laughs> do you want to tell the story of how one time you met Elminster? <laughs> I do! Okay, so this is my How I Met Elminster story. There you go. D&D mm-hmm. um, Live, Stream of Many Eyes, 2018. Ed Greenwood was there, uh, and he was dressed as Elminster. There's pictures floating around the interwebs on my profile and many other pro- people's profiles of us uh, have, doing a happy with Elminster. And we, I was lucky enough to be part of the off-the-table section of that show where we did kind of this LARP thing um, in the, uh, the Yawning Portal in Waterdeep. And so if you watch the VOD, there's a moment where I walk up to the table and he's sitting there and he turns around and looks at me and he says, Elminster of Shadowdale, well met. (laughs) And I, and I freeze for a second (laughs) because in my head, I really was like, I just met freaking Elminster in the yawning portal. 404 B Dave not found. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you know, it has crashed, must reboot. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yes, lines continue. So that was a, a, a high point of my geek journey was, was getting, getting to, to, to do that and meet him in that way. I mean, as far as the character, I don't, he's Obi-Wan Gandalf. I'll leave that part. <laughs> <right here. laughs> oh, delightful. So Ed Greenwood, as hopefully our, our viewers know, but maybe you don't if you've come if you've come to the Forgotten Realms more recently than than long ago, um, is the creator of the Forgotten Realms. Um, and Elminster, he has made a lot of characters, but Elminster is kind of his iconic character. Um, he is a chosen of Mistra, the goddess of magic. He is a wizard and a fighter and all the things because he's been around forever and he's been to like every plane and. Um, yeah, he's Obi Wan Gandalf. <laughs> Love that description. <laughs> I ha- he gave me an Elminster business card. I don't I have, have my wallet here with me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm, while we're talking, I'm gonna look on my Twitter because I'm pretty sure I took a picture of the Elminster business card, and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give it to you when when I find it here. <laughs> See, I, ju- I just imagine Ed being uh, being like, "Of course I know him. He's me." <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so what what is some of the 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 cool history behind Elminster? So Elminster has the. I, I, I did, I did, I did, I did find it. Hang on, let me oh. tell you what it is. <laughs> oh, all right, the Elminster business card. Uh, it is Elminster of Shadowdale, Sage, Wizard, Harper, and Meddler. Uh, <laughs> 
and and he heralds for the Tower Old Fools Lane in Shadowdale. That's 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 what he says about himself there. You know, I guess uh, <laughs> you're, you're right. If we added all of his like levels and accomplishments, uh, his business card would be uh, a, a not insignificant. Hand <laughs> it's a pamphlet at that yeah. point. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm Sorry. gonna sing here. I'm gonna sing it here real quick and tell the chat. Yes, we know the code is not working yet. It will be working soon. It, don't worry. Everything will be fine. You have a whole week to use that code. Don't worry. It's not just this episode i uh, know in previous editions they like they statted him out mm-hmm. and and he's got levels and levels and levels um i don't see that on here and that i think is fine because he's kind of a character that exists um he, he's very much he is he's sort of a mentor figure right yeah. he's a character that exists outside. he does have his own adventures there are lots of novels about elminster um about how he became this super powerful wizard um uh, but right now he's sort of he he is sort of a immortal powerful <laughs> wizard. I like I like to just call those DM characters like they're just it's just bit. like yeah. they can just do whatever the story needs them to do. Yeah, yeah. no he he is an elm he is an NPC after fifty years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like he's. Yeah. Like he's uh, tough enough is the answer. <laughs> oh, I see here. Here's I see at least one listing that has him as Wizard Twenty Four, Fighter One, Rogue Two, Cleric Three. There you go. As one, do- how do you pick up a level in Fighter? I appreciate so, this somewhere actually, along the way. I actually sort of know this because his backstory is that originally he was a prince in this kingdom that I have to look up, uh, Athelantar. Um, and he, so this is, he's, he's got a father with like a, a, a special sword, the lion sword. Um, and there, he is definitely being prepped to be like a fighter. And then his parents are killed, um, by a, I believe it was, a, a, um, yeah, the mollagrim, the, the things that distra- helps destroy Netherwit, Netheril. Um, and, uh, and he, he loses his whole family. He's the only survivor. He's like 12. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so then it's, he's like, well, what is he going to do, right? He's, he's like, well, I'm the true claimant for the throne of this kingdom that's um, not available. Uh, <laughs> he goes and becomes uh, basically a brigand. He, he survives by stealing. Um, and people come to him and they're like, and I'm trying to remember who exactly comes to him. Um, and they're like, hey, you're actually like, you've got a lot of promise for magic. And he's like, pass, don't want to do it. Um, I don't like magic users. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, eventually, uh, the goddess Mistra comes down and was like, yo, when I said you were good at magic, I meant I pick, I choose you, Elminster. Um, so Mistra's he, the Ash Ketchum of the, short, the gods. <laughs> and Elminster's person. absolutely the Pikachu to Mistress, uh, uh, Ash Ketchum. That is true. She, she just yeets Elminster at problems and expects him to solve them. Yes. This this parallel is very apt. I love it. Um, so yeah, he's a uh, got long adventures. He turns into a woman briefly. Um, he he manages to get back his kingdom, and this is not. I don't want to be king. I want to be a wizard. Um, he helps out around uh, Mithranor and Cormanthor. Um, he helps found the Harpers. Uh, he he raises some of the seven sisters, including Laryl, uh, uh, Silverhand, who mm-hmm. we also are going to talk about. Um, well, so he, quick, he's what, got a what is, really wide ranging story. What does it mean to be a Chosen of Mistra. So the Chosen of Mistra are actually sort of the original Chosen, if I remember correctly. Um, and it is, you get sort of uh, a special connection 
in, in Elminster's case, they hooked up, but also <laughs> she gives him special magic. Um, chosen and Mistra have something called silver fire, which is, is basically like pure weave. You are just like mm -hmm. unadulterated magic. You mm -hmm. can throw it around. Um, and, and so they are sort of charged with protecting the weave and, um, and magic in general and, and helping keep things running smoothly. Um, as the setting evolved and uh, more chosen kind of pop up, by the time of the Sundering, which is the beginning of fifth edition, uh, you have chosen who are basically people that are imbued with a piece of, of the divine, of the God. The God puts a little spark in you, um, kind of as like a placeholder. Uh, it is, it is a way to sort of solidify, to kind of, kind of, kind of have your presence there and to solidify power. And it comes with additional abilities, but the chosen of Mistra are the originals. So, okay. so fire, of, super magic. Of, of which Laurel Silverhand is one of them. That the is true. Uh, to Laurel. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's talk about Laurel for a little bit. So who who is that? Who is she? Probably you know Laryl Silverhand because she's the current open lord of Waterdeep. Mm -hmm. We've mentioned um, her a couple of times in the last couple episodes, I think. Yeah, because she's the one who kicked out Daggle. She's one of the seven sisters who are actually the daughters of Mistra. Um, oh, so it's yeah. Just, yeah, okay, yeah. That that is a that is a direct wait, connection. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second, is Elminster her father? Would 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 would, would and would Mistra even say? She's like, No, you're just forced babies. You don't have a <laughs> there, I so this is what I actually don't quite remember how it works because there's a woodcutter um whose last name I believe is Silverhand, um, and his wife, and Mistra like possesses the wife to have the babies. Um so whether that guy is uh actually involved or if he's if it's a kind of a yeah forced baby situation mm. or a holy spirit kind of thing oh, i'm not man. totally would, clear on i'd love for ed to be like they're made of midichlorians and just light every piece of the internet on fire exactly. yeah just come, just come back just we'll bring him back on the show just to have him say that yeah it's um yeah, I mean, I mean, it is definitely a, a nod to, uh, you know, Greek mythology of, you know, the god, you know, came upon you. And then after that, you know, you, you were, you know, impregnated with the divine child. Um, I will say, even though I was joking about him being um, Obi-Wan Gandalf, I was only kind of joking about him being Obi-Wan Gandalf because he predates Gandalf. I mean, he predates Obi-Wan. But, you know, of course, a lot of uh, iconic fiction has informed these stories over time. Mm -hmm. You know, that that, that very, is, very much is a role that, that Elminster sort of plays because he's kind of the only one of these wizards that kind of keeps his head on straight the entire time. Uh, we all know what happened to our homie Alabaster Bootyclap. Who, <laughs> who, you know. Alistair Black Cloak, for those of you that, that weren't here for, for that the gag. uninitiated. For the uninitiated. Who <laughs> was slain in battle by Bailoff Baradil. Uh, by Bailoff the Entertainer. True, but that is, uh, that is very uh, <laughs> topical to the, the event going on right now for Summer Spectacular with all the red pandas. Maybe we can go in a little bit more about that at the end. <laughs> oh, why that's so significant. Uh, oh, red panda, you think? Yeah. So I do think it's worth pointing out, too, that um, so it is Dornal Silverhand. Um, and his wife, Elue. Um, 
she had seven babies at once. So you better have a goddess helping out. Um, however, that's a lot of kids. And also uh, the wife died. So that's part of the reason that Elminster came in and said, okay, I'll take these three and I will raise those. Um, and because, because yeah, there, there are seven silver haired women who are the daughters of Mistra scattered across Faroon. Um, and Laryl is uh, one of them, arguably the most organized one. Uh, she's a powerful. Uh, like she, she would not argue. She's like, I am the most organized. She's like, I, am, yeah. I am, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the the only thing that is uh, uh, greater than her power is uh, is how humble she is. Uh, <laughs> I'm intimately familiar with that you know, restriction. <laughs> She was in previous editions. Uh, she was actually married to the Blackstaff, uh, who was uh, Kelvin Aronson, and that was like Vajra's predecessor. Actually, Vajra's predecessor's predecessor, predecessor. I think. I'm not no, sure. I, I think I think it was Kelvin that was her predecessor. No, yep. Samaster no? comes before Vajra. Uh, Shout out to I mean, he, he used to. They might have changed that to simplify things, but there was definitely a guy named Samaster who handed the black staff to Vajro when That's I was fair. working on this. So, <laughs> <laughs> and whether I don't recall whether Kelvin passed it to him because Kelvin uh, died in, um, I don't know if he, I think he died before the spell plague. I think that was a separate thing. Mm -hmm. um, but so she was intimately involved in the magisters and the black staff and stuff like that. Um, she's really known, well known for making magic items, which I think is cool because I think making magic items is the coolest thing. I, I, I really liked it in the, the, <laughs> the wiki article I was reading on it that they, were, they said that she was one of the most prolific magic item creators. And, and I just kind of like that idea that I'm like, oh, maybe a magic item uh, my, my party has was made by uh, Laurel Silverhand. That'd be pretty cool. Statistically speaking, it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. I love the idea that you show up with her and you're like, oh, yeah, like they think this is one of yours. And she's like, mm, baby, that's a knockoff. Baby, <laughs> <laughs> that's a knockoff. I appreciate she has an ability that she used to keep hidden where she can make magic items malfunction. <laughs> so imagine she's you've got you know your knockoff silver hand and she just sort of like taps it and it's like Pew! she's mm -hmm. like nah look at that that's that's See? poor craftsmanship that's yeah. you get what to pay for <laughs> I, I i i do really like that the the wiki article almost gives you her daily schedule because I just love it. I'm, I'm going to read it verbatim because it's so good. So Laurel spent most of her day uh, instructing and looking after her partner's wizard's apprentice, most of whom were too intimidated or overawed by their master to actually learn from him. Uh, she, uh, she also maintained Blackstaff Tower, ensuring uh, its wards and stores were maintained. And she also spent much of her day uh, meeting with friends, allies, and even strangers uh, who wanted to speak with her. But the best part for me is down a bit where it says though she did not need sleep she insisted on being left alone for her quote high sun nap <laughs> where it was just laurel time i mean elminster didn't need Goals. to sleep either but snored loudly but then cured his snoring magically so again i identify this on a spiritual level by the way it's like i do not require sleep but i deeply enjoy it and if i get magic <laughs> that's on my snoring i probably would so yeah i get it i get it that's how, that's how these like ultra powerful wizard types just kick back for a minute just for a little siesta yeah i think what's enjoyable about both of them is that they are wildly powerful 
bordering on godlike and yet in some ways they are very grounded and um human right like like well, it's from, not like nobody like nobody bothered me it's like i'm going to take a nap and we're not going to discuss why that's a nap um and they're like, like i can think of at least order. it's like i can think of at least three reasons you don't need to sleep and she's like and as we've talked before about just various characters and things that kind of stuff is what makes a character come to life yeah, yeah. because when you're just like she's an ultra powerful elven wizard who runs water deep you're like yeah i guess and you're like she's also super organized and sleeps every day at noon even though she doesn't have to you're like really you know those <laughs> are the kind of things that hook into your mind and make these archetypical characters individuals because as you hear us talk about it we're just talking about how many black staffs they are you're like ultra powerful wizard that died a g death but then his spirit kind of came back and he's a force ghost in uh, black staff tower now <laughs> you know it's 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 there's definitely recurring themes in the chosen a mistress so you kind of <laughs> have to put some spin on it there that it's like well he was married to laurel silverhand and she had twins with him and again he's a force ghost in black staff tower now and you're like oh, oh okay you know after he died the second time and may or may not come back again if he feels like it because past a certain point of power death is no longer an obstacle merely an inconvenience mm -hmm. By the way, if we keep bringing up Star Wars, I'm gonna have to to, to pull up the. You're just the, gonna have to I mean, do the thing. Yeah, I just gotta have the lightsaber, you know, right right here. You know, if we're gonna talk about no. it, we may as well have it here. Maybe <laughs> I've only been setting you up uh, to to do this. Let me just say also that that, that it it is uh, uh, a lot. A lot of these stories again are are archetypical. You know, with, mm -hmm. with Star Wars, with the hero's journey and the recurring themes of the hero's journey, which also reoccurred in the Lord of the Rings and and things like that, that do come up in D and D. It's just trickier because by definition this story is non-linear um we drive down these tentpole events you know where we're like oh the sundering was here mistra died here and also here and quite possibly here yeah right and, and th <laughs> things of that day because it's the game that you play and interact with you know yeah. but it, it still hits a lot of the same notes along the way just for housekeeping purposes, one, he said his name wrong. That Blackstaff's name is Samark, not Samaster. Samaster is someone else. And also, Vajra is the seventh Blackstaff. He's the sixth. And Kelvin was the first. So there's oh, some wow. more people in the middle. Okay. Um, I don't know that all of them have been identified uh, because it's sort of a, well, we're counting backwards. Mm -hmm. So. That the uh, WizKids announced today that they're making a physical wand of Orcus. I need a, I, I need the Blackstaff. I, I want that. I want that like that one. Well, like right there. It's got that little space right there. <laughs> um, apparently, um, apparently, it's a death sentence though. So let me just like put that out there. That's for you. fair. Yeah. It's like uh, it's like being the yeah. Uh, so. What, I'm getting you, sidetracked. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. You you mentioned at, towards the beginning you're talking about Silverhand, um, the 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 seven sisters. Like yes. was was that what was up with it? Because like it's a name. It's like the seven sisters. What is up with that? So that is the seven daughters of Mistra that she sort of like came down and incarnated slash hooked up with a woodcutter. Um, <laughs> they are all powerful. Uh, Ma magic users of various types um and some of them are still alive some of them have have met with untimely ends but again when you're that powerful um so uh yeah i, I kind of run down them for yes, do, <laughs> yeah. do but do because one of them is different than the other six That's yes true. please do Ooh. um 
Okay, so you have say okay, this one's hard because it's Silune Silune. Um and I always get tripped up because it sounds like Silune, who's the uh moon goddess. Okay. But it's not. I was massively confused reading that wiki article because I did the <laughs> exact same thing. I'm like, wait a minute, what different? <laughs> okay. Um so she uh was killed by a red dragon and she persists as a ghost. Um, I'm pretty sure she's like a bard. She's a she has a harp and things. Um, there's actually there's a great uh, if you are curious about these. There is a um, a uh, like an anthology of short stories about each of them that Ed wrote. Oh, um, Silverfall is what it's called. Interesting. Um, so they they appear in lots of different stories, but here is this like like one one story for each um if you want another background more um there is elestrial who is the ruler of silvery moon um there is a dove falcon hand who was she's one of the um group of adventurers that ed wrote about a bunch of the knights of mistranor i think um yeah knights of mistranor um and then there is storm silver hand who uh, I know appears in the second Sundering novel and also has magic hair that flows around do. and grabs stuff. Uh, <laughs> Got Bayonetta going on. <laughs> before Bayonetta, before Bayonetta. Yeah, uh, when Med Medusa from the Eternals, yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, so then there's Laryl. There's the symbol, who is this wildly powerful sorceress who her her name is actually Alasra, but she goes by the symbol. Um, it, who that rules? Is S, that is S I M B U L. Yes. It's not like Thank Prince Y'all, where she's just like <laughs> I was you know, about to make the artist, joke. the artist formerly known as Alastra Silverhand. It's like no, it's S I M B U L. Uh, so she was the witch queen of Aglarond, um, which was a, a kingdom that was often at war with Thay. Um, she also, uh, she and Elminster were an item. She's not one of the ones that Elminster raised. I want to be clear about that. I was, um, about to, I was about to be like, hold on, pause, pull this car over. The, the what, what? Yeah, right. <laughs> but see, that's still weird. That's still, still weird. Where it's weird. like, I'm, I'm going to hook up with your stepsister, which don't get me wrong. Your I realize there's an, entire, there's an entire genre of cinema dedicated to that. But no, I did. Mm, yeah. It's also okay. a little like, he slept with her mom already. Like, I mean, I mean her mom or the, the entity that Game possessed her mom. I don't right. know. Being an immortal seems like it'd be weird. Like after a while, it's just the same six people that you know. <laughs> but, that is true. But, but I mean, is, is Mistra the jealous type? You know, like I mean, I, I know she's preserved with like destroying evil and preserving the balance. So she's kind of like, no, whatever, do whatever. And then you do it. She's like, no, it's Wait, fine. It's not I'm, not like I'm not mad. I'm not. I'm not mad. Also, here's the sundering. Also, <laughs> oh, here's the sundering. It's probably like she's like, are you getting magic from somebody else? Then I don't care. But are you getting magic from somebody else? <laughs> are you no, trying to? Magic. Are you trying to come to, up to my level, Carsus? Because then, then we have a problem. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> get, some, get some flawed power dynamics in the relationships with Mister. But yes, there is also. I have to check how to. Oh no, there's no pronunciation on this one, and I never say it right. Kilue. Uh, Kilue Veladorn, who is a drow. She is oh. the one of the Seven Sisters who I believe was sort of uh, kind of like souped up and uh, not raised by what? the uh, 
one the of these things is questions. not like the other. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, but she was uh, dedicated to. Oh, I'm blinking. What's her name? Ellis uh, the uh, the sort of good drow goddess, and and made her her fancy temple the promenade of the dark maiden. And that's a rough like job, that. by the way, being the good drow goddess. You're like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> here we go. Like, Listen, guys, I know I'm change. not popular, but you know, yeah, I'm doing what I like, do. I, like I feel like Loth doesn't even try and destroy her her adherence. She just makes her people like go like egg their houses and like TP the but temple. They're spider eggs. Yeah. Spider eggs. Yeah. Elastrae has the uh do you guys want to dance naked in the moonlight <laughs> angle that Loth does not bring to the party. But then do you want to dance naked in the moonlight? That's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Especially when Literally. you're growling, you're used to like people stabbing you in the back if it's unprotected. So also true, yeah. Being being like you know naked as a jaybird uh, <laughs> in a in a in an innately um, tumultuous and scheming society is probably not optimal. <laughs> Although, can you think of a bigger flex than to do your naked sword dance in the middle of uh, uh, Minzo Baranzan? And be like, come at me. (laughs) That is an excellent point. (laughs) Like, I just imagine having the most murder eyes ever while doing that dance. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Come at me. (laughs) Starts juggling the swords. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And then spider egg. And then spider egg. Yes, yes, that that is perfect. Um, okay, is is that all of the of, of that the, is the all sisters? seven of them? Okay, um, so probably did not do them enough justice, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, no, that's that's fine. Someone We're... in the chat will point out what I didn't say. <laughs> I would They're just, very popular. I, I would just like to point out that uh, that goddess has so many different pronunciations of her name, up to and including the fact that Elminster and the sisters pronounced it differently is Alice Tree. To, even when they were talking to her face and they didn't get smoten. So I guess Alistree is it. Because I also was Alistray or Alistray. Yeah. But apparently Alistree. I feel like Alistree sounds like a skill you learn in college as an, like in undergrad. Like you like take up because you want to get a date with somebody cute. You're like, I'll try Alistree. Sure. Great. And, and then the relationship doesn't work out, but you have a beloved craft project that you're engaging on the weekends, which uh, may or may not be dancing naked with a sword in the moonlight. I like uh, Brian Cortijo says, as Ed would say, regional dialects. Yeah. Uh, he just imagines, she's just like, it's fine. It's just, it's fine. You can mm. you can call me you call me Trey or <laughs> Ella. <laughs> I just don't want to listen to you butcher it anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, we, we we have talked about how uh, uh, Silverhand is the open lord of Waterdeep. Currently, uh, kicked Daggle's butt out of there, even though he was just like, I'm gonna go launder money over here now. Uh, <laughs> and so. But what are the, the you know that's the kind of like where she's known for. But definitely, I think now. one of the places that Elminster is known for is Candlekeep. And I mean, we could do an entire episode about Candlekeep itself. But what like for, for people who may not be familiar, what is Candlekeep? It's a badass library, <laughs> a mysterious place. 
How do I get that inflection into like a sign to put over candle keep a badass library? <laughs> get a magic mouth where it's just Havilar says it when you come up. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> just Havilar right. says it. And I have this audio too. I could I could just clip that out, play from a player's every time. <laughs> and her sister's always mad that it's Havilar that gets to announce the library. <laughs> <laughs> Like you don't even like reading things that aren't chat books. Mm -hmm. So, so what 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 makes it a badass library? I mean, starters is a library. All libraries are fundamentally badass. So let's be clear. Accurate. Um, I'm trying to find the the page so I can find fun facts too. Um, well, while you're pulling but, that up, I will just say for friends that are not intimately familiar, the the supplement before last for D and D was Kindle Keep Mysteries, which was yes. a, a a number of short adventures that you could run that were set in and around Kindle Keep. Yes. That's why I said it's a mysterious play. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, actually, there there it's it's it is is not an official D and D product. I am aware, but on DMs Guild, uh, there is a uh, a supplement that I'm trying to find. It. I can't remember the exact name of it uh that is that basically like uh it has justice armin and uh um anthony joyce but they got in touch with ed greenwood and were like hey could you tell us about stuff that hasn't been published for candle keep because we want to do a supplement for it and it's one of my favorite things ever and has beautiful maps in it and whatnot um i think it's i think it's called elminster's guide to candle keep or something like that but nice you'll be able to find it so the thing about uh, Candlekeep is it is a library fortress that is basically a sovereign nation. Mm -hmm. um, so it gets to set its own laws. It has, you know, related um, merchants and inns and things. Um, the, the library itself is warded, obviously, um, because they have all manner of books and scrolls and whatever, because one of their important laws is you don't destroy knowledge. Mm -hmm. So there's stuff in there that's not, you know, for public consumption, probably, because it's probably like evil and sentient and you don't want those hey. things getting out. I mean, I feel like the Book of Vile Darkness has just been a victim of some very bad marketing. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you it's a pretty good magic card. Um... <laughs> I can say it's a pretty good book. <laughs> um, yeah, the 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 wards and stuff that are on Candlekeep are wild, and I think Elminster had a hand in those, if I remember correctly. Um, but there's like a, I mean, strong possibility. There's like a dome of like warding that just goes all around it, so it's like, oh, you want to fly in here? Lol, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah that is uh, sorry i wanted no, to double check yeah, yeah. that is largely this a large part of the herald which is the last book of the sundering series um which is centers elminster um involves uh, making sure that candle keep stands um as everything goes to hell <laughs> um by the way the, the the one i was talking about is elminster's candle keep companion uh it's very cool i, I like it a lot um so, okay, so so we've hit the halfway point of the episode, and, you know, we usually give the, the, the last 15 minutes to chat, because they, they, they have been posting things and stuff. Oh, 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 sure. oh. 
Peter. I just want to say one thing. I know we talked about the fact that, um, uh, you know, if you can't destroy knowledge and candle keep or you get, you know, in trouble. But the, the way they word it is to those who destroy knowledge with ink, fire or, or sword are themselves destroyed. The one absolute rule, which I like. But if you think about it, until so you're just there like scribing something. And you spill some oil or something, and you're like, oh, crap, press the digitation. And then, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. They're coming. Oh, for dear. Me. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, but uh, another thing I forgot oh. you have to get in to get into Candlekeep, you have to bring a present. You have to bring like an entrance gift. Like, you got to bring like a really good book that they don't have mm -hmm. that they want um not just anybody can roll in and be like can we have can we can we get can we walk around mm -hmm. uh, well that, that was one thing that i really liked about the candle keep mysteries is that each each adventure was about getting back a book that was stolen from candle keep yeah. and there was like a cool piece of artwork for each one of the books it's so neat um when my players went there i uh i, I didn't want to have them make them make them go on a quest to find like this rare book that they didn't have i just asked them what's the name of the book you bring that gets you in and i can't remember them off the top of my head but i remember they were pretty ridiculous and i loved them <laughs> see freely would show up with a copy of the viper sting and they'd be like you filthy casual we've got all 18 <laughs> volumes including they're the unpublished signed <laughs> yeah. yeah what happens if you bring your black viper fan fiction chat book though that would blow their mind i feel like they're like duty bound to let you in it i know point. you know what i mean yeah oh i love that, that you're like this is my fan fiction that i wrote after i met the black viper the <laughs> <laughs> lord wants to draw the pictures <laughs> <laughs> Um, now I'm giggling thinking about what Havilar's art style would be. Yes, please. Expressive stick figures Expressive with scaled notes on the side. Yeah. Um, speaking of Havilar, um, mm -hmm. right now, uh, in case you didn't know, you're just joining the, the, the Twitch chat because you're like, ah, oh, I just really like the show. First off, thanks. Uh, second, Summer Spectacular. You have immaculate taste. You do. Uh, <laughs> Summer Spectacular is currently going on in Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. Uh, each day you can log in and get a free chest that's starting at noon today so after this episode um and there's part of the celebration besides this whole day of streaming literally you can just stay on this twitch channel and watch stuff all day um is there's a big thing going on right now with some red pandas and i i, I was i was in the chat for for lauren's uh, uh magnificent morning and i saw a lot of people going red pandas <laughs> Y'all, why why are the red pandas going on right now? For the uninitiated. I'll give you I'll give you the meta answer and I'll give you the real answer. <laughs> the meta answer is when I was blessed to run um Idol Champions Presents uh, a couple months back uh with Aaron and um uh, Mark Meir, uh, Adam Bradford, Christina Ariel, Jen Kretschmer. That's everybody, right? I didn't leave anybody out, did I? That was the people in the second set, yeah. In the second set, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, yeah. So they, uh, when we were putting the game together, they told me about a couple of the um, uh, companions that you could get in the game. Uh, and there were Iris, 
the the beholder mm-hmm. and there was a red panda coming up and i can i even ask i'm like is there anything that's gonna happen soon and then we got a red panda i'm like i will put the red panda in the game don't worry <laughs> about if there's a red panda I'm going to get the red panda into the game. <laughs> and so when I did have the red panda show up, oh, I'm about to sneeze. So if I stop talking suddenly, that's why. Um, <laughs> it, it, it immediately compounded into a thing. There, there we go. There Where Baylaw uh, summoned illusions. Oh, apparently I'm allergic to red pandas. <laughs> illusions of them riding on tricycles, carrying sausages to distract a pack of dogs. Uh, then we had wild magic surges that came up from a delightful little holophant that was my own creation for this one, um, who just was an agent of chaos. And one Pure of the chaos. things she did uh, early in the episode, everybody got to dress very fancy in their fanciest outfits and got to describe what they looked like when they were fancy. Fancy There's suits. always three. Fan- fancy suits also yes. eviler too. And then later they got turned into red pandas. So now for the summer spectacular, they are very fancy red pandas. <laughs> Which just sells itself, okay? <laughs> like, first of all, you should not require an explanation. <laughs> you, I, all, all I need to say is, Bailoth, as a red panda, dressed as legally distinct Goblin King. That legally distinct good. Goblin King. Yeah, no. Um, it, my favorite really, is still uh, Ariza, the red panda Inception. Yes! Like, because her fancy outfit was a red panda Kigurumi look, and then... <laughs> She got turned into a red panda, <laughs> and I love it so much. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I just imagine the person that that you know plays Idol Champions a lot somehow isn't involved in the community at all, and just gets the update today, and they're like, "Red, what? Why is why is that red panda in a jester? Co- why is that You're one welcome. in a nice dress?" <laughs> You're welcome. welcome. Hey, Freely's got a butterfly collar and bell oh, bottoms yes. because of course he does. <laughs> yes, it's incredible. I do love that there's some of the green from his hair in the fur. <laughs> so good. That was that was that was all that was all the CNE devs, by the way. As we were going through the design, they were like, what if there was some green in his fur? I'm like, stop right there. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I don't. Uh, unfortunately, like, I, there's there's not really like red panda lore. It, it's it's mainly just they're adorable. And B Dave decided, adorable. what if everyone in the game was Super Mario Three? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So let's go ahead. Which was my gift to all of you, by the way. And you know, and I will tell you this: another meta gag, you guys. During the game, at the time, I look right at the camera and said, "You're welcome, CNE, for the new skin you inspiration." Did. <laughs> and here it is so Ta-da! live your dreams kids you know like it, it all comes back around <laughs> i love it uh by the way i think it's still going on right now uh there's a giveaway going on in the chat if you type in laurel Silverhand. um i think that's still going so go ahead and do that uh let's check in with chat and see what they've been up to uh while we've been talking away Cassius335 says, uh, off topic question. Is there a dread domain of losing on penalties? <laughs> oh god. That took me a second. I went, oh, that is a sports sports joke. I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> you know, 
if only the, the the way it would have to work is the the domains the entire season. If you remember a few years back when the Patriots were unbeaten the whole season and lost in the Super Bowl, where like every every game you win like massively and then you're winning in the big game and then they come back and it goes to penalties and you lose on the penalties and that's your torment. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. And not only that, you have to be European and are playing football and people refer to it exclusively as soccer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a nightmare. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Uh, Catch23 says, so a question came up uh, last stream about whether Laurel Silverhand and Elminster uh, would like red pandas. Personally, I say, of course, uh, Laurel uh, loves them, but I don't think Elminster trusts anything uh, that uh, pretends to wear socks. I mean, I, I gotta file. I gotta file like in trust under two different categories. It's true. There, it's you know. True. <laughs> yeah, hundred uh, percent. I feel like everybody likes red pandas, right? I don't. I'm having. A, I'm like, who doesn't? I'm like, Halaster Blackcloak. Nah, dude loves red pandas. Dude he must loves to talk to red pandas. I think, like. So He's got Xanathar, a whole level. No, Xanathar of... loves red pandas. He adds a red panda. He has a goldfish and a red panda now. Cannon. Like, who, who? You just said it out loud. It's done. Honestly, that should be the next Idle Champions Presents is Xanathar trying to catch all of us in our red panda. Because <laughs> to add to the monetic. Because think about it, he would. Oh my gosh. See, see, secretly, and now not so secretly, I hoped it was going to be matchmaking for Orcus and the Raven Queen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we it, we got, got to bring the canon of uh, Idol or uh, Champions. Just do the force it on them. Sorry, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, Xavier uh, Kaith uh, says, if uh, the channel ever gets a, a quote function, Mr. Yeats Elminster at problems and expects him to solve them, behave, better be in there. <laughs> I appreciate it, but think about it. Can you think of any greater description of Elminster's storied career than that? Truth you know? and art together, right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just keep picturing in my head that, like, the, from the original intro of Pokemon with Ash, throw the Pokeball. It's just <laughs> Mr. Eat this little roll of Elminster. <laughs> and it just explodes. Yeah, oh, my him, gosh. With a pipe. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Catch 23 comes back and says, just imagine, uh, just imagine like that episode where Ash used Pikachu uh, against Brock's ground type. Mr. Throws uh, Elminster at magic immune golems and is just like, I don't know if you figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so good. Oh, if, if any of you feel inclined to make a fan art of uh, <laughs> Mr. Yeeting Elminster like a like a Pokeball, please do it. Please do it. Uh, Cassie's. Good. I think he'll wait, love it. Wait, 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 wait. Then who's the Team Rocket in this metaphor? Oh, oh my God. Wait, Char. is it Char? Yeah. I feel like it's Char, but Team Rocket's also really inept, and I feel like Char <laughs> is not that inept. You know, first of all, how dare. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, see, like, well, see, Shark can be like, be like the Giovanni, and they have like the, the two incompetents that are trying to kidnap Elminster all the time, and failing, <laughs> and they've got a little displacer beast that can talk with them. <laughs> That's 
there it is. Chad, you let us know who your picks <laughs> the team, like, the oh team rocket of, uh, of the Forgotten Rocket. <laughs> oh, wait. I feel like Manchun. I feel like Manchun is the, well, I feel like Manchun is like the Arbok, right? It's the thing that Team Rocket is throwing. Um, <laughs> well, but, but then I minute. don't know who's doing that. Is that Sirik, maybe? I was, I was about to say, I feel I feel like uh, Daggled Never Ember kind of has to be Meowth because he gets yeeted <laughs> at a lot of problems, too. And just kind of keeps failing forward. Uh, he learned uh, how to talk just by watching movies at a drive-in. Uh, <laughs> okay, Kazu's 335 says, uh, <laughs> Midi-Chlorians are really just very small moths. <laughs> You whisper to the midichlorian, it flies off and gets you an eagle. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see. Nicodemus uh, 2018. Uh, it never. Uh, it's never a male who uh, gets divinely impregnated, which would be much more impressive. <laughs> Don't count it out. Fantasy can do whatever the heck it wants. Uh, empty eye. Uh, remember that alabaster booty clap is said to uh, be the same or be the same cadence as Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> Oh, that's that great. is true. It that is true. That is on my clown. on my dream to do. <laughs> uh, something really. This is how I learned to write songs. Alexander Hamilton. Oh my gosh! Who did counting? Who just put in the chat? Daggle. That's right. <laughs> 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 that nearly killed me. Pre oh my god. Prepare for trouble and make it double. Oh man. Oh, sorry. I gotta I gotta center myself after that one. Um something really woody. Uh question. How much longer until Elminster decides uh that they will become a lich to see uh out their plan? <laughs> I don't need to be a lich. He's full of he's full of the weeps. He's gonna go on forever. Yeah, yeah, it's true. He's he, he, when he gets bored enough, maybe you know. Uh, let's see, uh, Maverick Pixel. Uh, what if uh, what if game? Uh, wait, what is this? Um, also, I was wrong. I forgot that Manshoon is also Mister Likes Manshoon too. So oh, she's just playing all the sides. I see. Um, this is uh, what the game had a daily d20 dice roll that adds uh, a 24 effect or 24 hour effect. I'm assuming potion of wonder style, uh, just an idea for, uh, from a new player and uh, and, and oh, and a love for uh, dice roll. Well, thank you for uh, joining and thank you for being a new player. Uh, that'd be that'd be kind of cool. They did a dice roll thing during y'all's shows when you got to to choose the thing. One of the one of the rewards was a d6 you got to roll and get something out of it. And then you got like some some cool stuff. Uh, Brian Cortijo, oh my gosh, he Brian Cortijo gave the Blackstaff order and is expecting thank me you, to Brian. be able to read these. Uh, let's let's play Trevor's favorite game. Can he pronounce this fake word? Okay, so first we got Kelvin. Then uh, I'm just gonna say that it is Sara because it starts T S. I don't think it would be mm -hmm. Tassara. That you kind of. Oh, what's that called? I'm sorry. I'm really tired. I'm trying to think of how you, what the name is for that particular fricative bird. Yeah. You know, normally yeah. it wouldn't be Tassara, but in fantasy, you like somebody does it's it just true. to be obstinate. You it's know? True. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> uh, then we have uh, Kiriani. Kiri Kiriani. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Uh, and then uh, Kirillin. 
Ash Ashamon. Yep, Ashamon, and then uh, Samarok, and then Vajra. And I know Vajra. There we go. I love Vajra. She's the best. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> you, yes, thank you for giving me that moment to read that. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Ryan Hayden says, Adventure Hook. Uh, hired to draw a mustache on Laurel while she is napping. <laughs> Might be a suicide mission. That's your game, Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah exactly. That, that is. That's... But they definitely, absolutely were hired by Dangold Never Ember, and he convinced them that it was, like, really yes. important that they do it. Like, the fate of the world hangs in your ability to draw this mustache on there. Yes. I think this is when I said that uh, WizKids is making the Wand of Orcus. Garwar said, but when do we get the boombox of Orcus? It's <laughs> <laughs> an epic it's an epic item. You're not ready for it. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, Evil Emperor Zerg, uh, why doesn't anyone try and become the god of bad luck? I mean, becoming the god of magic is overtime. <laughs> because... <laughs> There is a god of bad luck in Forgotten Realms, Bashaba. Um, and part of me is like, if you come for Bashaba, you're going to fail because that's like her whole thing. So that's true. I mean, apparently it's mistress. You know what I mean? Like, like a, a, again, a few of these people, they like take a shot at the king, don't miss type deal. I feel like there's a certain amount. It's like, Mistra, do you think you should be hanging out with Bishaba so much? And she's like, that's my friend. That's my girl. Of course I'm hanging out with her. It's like, you don't think that maybe being around somebody whose entire aura is amending misfortune might have something to do with the fact that you're the only god that's died like three or four times? No, I can't possibly be that. She wouldn't do that to me. Only unrelated. <laughs> By the way, audio <laughs> listeners, please go watch this VOD for Aaron actually changing position for <laughs> characters. <laughs> I love it. It was, it was that extra bit that needed to be there. Uh, Ryan Hayden comes back and says, the correct pronunciation is the one that doesn't leave you cursed by a goddess. It's a fact. Facts. Um, well, the problem with that is you find out the hard way which pronunciation left you cursed by a goddess. This is why you, you stand to the back of the group and you let other people entreat the goddess first. So what you is your listen. name? What is your quest? What is your favorite color? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yellow. I mean blue. Ah! Ah! Uh, Brian Cortijo says, "Does Havilar draw her illustrations with mini sandwiches?" Mini sandwiches. <laughs> well, I mean, it's an important detail. It is. It's that, it's that character, the, the little thing that we're talking about there. Yeah. yeah. You know, obviously, you know Havilar. You know how she thinks. But in my mind, she would go to Candlekeep, and they're like, "You have to bring us a book." And you're like, "Here's fan fiction, and also the world's best sandwich." <laughs> <laughs> Sweeten the deal. Yeah, Havilar's twin offerings, you know. <laughs> Frida's like, I got this book that's actually something they need. Why are you doing that? You don't need she's like there's two of us. We're separate people. <laughs> I yeah. brought my own thing. We'll see what they like best. <laughs> so hard to top the world's best sandwich. <laughs> Luke McKay uh asks, Will we see red pandas in any future brimstone angels? And Luke I, I say to you, that is in your hands, and I'll even give you the pitch for the comic strip. It's called We Bought a Red Panda, and it's just all three of them with a little baby pet red panda, and that's all it is. You don't even have to put dialogue. It will, uh, or you say, email me, we'll collaborate. That's true. You just, 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 put, just put cinnamon there, doing her thing in the middle of them. Yeah, yeah, just... <laughs> And like maybe maybe they're they're doing it, but that is true. It is like a, Luke's like, will we ever see this? It's like I don't know, Luke. Will we ever see this? 
Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, something really weird says, I love the panda in the strawberry dress. <laughs> I love it too. It's so good. I also enjoyed the fact they're like, wait, this isn't, when we first had the conversation, they're like, um, this is an actual dress. Like, it's copyrighted. And I'm like, yes, you, but you didn't draw it like the actual dress because you shouldn't because it's copyrighted. We're all good. Yeah. <laughs> I would just also like to say that for those of you that saw that live and are now seeing these red pandas, they didn't know I was going to do this with describe your fancy yeah. look. No. So when I'm like, describe your fancy look, that's fresh off the dome for all of them. When you see it happen <laughs> and now it has come to life. I'm impressed with everybody. <laughs> um, Especially because they were such different looks. I, I, I didn't see it here in the, the text document, but I thought it was here. Someone earlier I saw in the chat said that they were, uh, the Alabaster Booty Clap is now an NPC in every one of their games. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, Rightly so, except he can't be because he was killed in battle with Baloth the Entertainer. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, well, okay. I think that's uh, uh, all the time we've got for, for chat's portion of it. And so, it's announcement time. So, uh, I thought of like a bunch of different ways of doing this, but I do just kind of want to say like a year ago, I sent like a, July 1st, 2020, I sent an email to Eric Jordan to be like, Hey, do you want to be on my really small D and D podcast? <laughs> and now I get to announce I'm the new community manager for idle champions. Congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and before you freak out, Lauren is not, she's not leaving. She, she's still gonna be here. She has her own announcement to make. I'm not making it for her. Be sure to come back for the sketching hour uh, where she's gonna talk more about what she uh, is doing in the company. But yeah, I am now your community manager. <laughs> Lauren is infinite. Lauren is eternal. Yes. 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 Um, so, you know, I, I, and uh, also the currently Idol Champ, or uh, I keep calling the show Idol Champs. It is Idol Champs, but Champions of Lore and Champions of Psychology are not going anywhere. We'll still be doing those. I will still be on them while also making sure that, you know, things, uh, doing community management <laughs> stuff, important, I, I'm a, a big things, big so this, things. This, so this is how it happens. This makes Eric our Mistra, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Which, does that make you the Elminster that he's now yeeting at problems? <laughs> and also manage these people that are bringing imbalance to the chat community. <laughs> think about it. You just need an ever, ever burning pipe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 we need a, a yeet Trevor emote. Um, <laughs> just throw Trevor at the prom. So yeah. Um, I, hey, 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 huh? buddy. Hey, buddy. I choose you. Oh, mm. thank you, buddy. Uh, so yeah, that that uh, will be will be really kicking off uh, next week. Uh, so you know, uh, Lauren is still going to be handling all the things and whatnot. Oh, thank you, Eric. Eric just put in the chat highlight. Congratulations, thank you. Um, and uh, so yeah, that is what is going on. That's things that's happening. I'm very excited and I can't wait to get to work and can't wait to talk with all y'all all over the place wherever the community can be found. Um, but that is going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, Aaron B. Dave, where can people find you? And what awesome things are you working on? You can find me on Twitter at Aaron M. Evans. You can listen to me talk to these guys about writing on our podcast, writing about dragons and shit, which is available wherever fine podcasts are 
available. Yes. Uh, <laughs> New episode today. Also related to this one, Ed Greenwood was on one uh, a little while ago. So that's true. You can listen to Ed talk to us about world building, specifically um, your your governments and how to stab people. <laughs> Yes. There's a there's a significant amount of stabbing that's mentioned in this conversation there about is. government. That is true. You can also catch me on uh, Wednesday, so later today, uh, 6.30 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash Dungeon Scrawlers, where I play D&D with a bunch of other fantasy writers. Um, we have a fun murder mystery. I think it's going to end up being a two-shot that one of our players, Yang Yang Wang, is running. Ooh. I am very excited because I love puzzles and mysteries, and this is my favorite kind of um, one-shot. <laughs> 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 yes. Uh, B.D. Walters, I do this thing you've heard me doing all over the place. Uh, this week, uh, Black Dice Society, Thursday at 4, D&D Twitch and YouTube, Friday and Saturday, all over D&D Live, running a game for the cast of AP Bio Friday night, playing in a game uh, with uh, Beedlin Graham on Saturday, hosting the show. I'll be all over it. But more importantly, congratulations to Trevor, because, dear viewer, I would just like to point out, no one works harder than he does. And if you want, those of you that are trying to participate in this community and be able to launch your own career, pay attention to and emulate what he has done. Because like he said, in just a year, he's come a very long way and he did it right in front of all of you. So hopefully you were paying attention. You very much earned it. Congratulations. CNE is lucky to have you. I choose you to yeet <laughs> at all of my problems now, henceforth and forever. Thank you, but it is taking everything in my body to not crawl under this desk right now. <laughs> and it just, no, uh, I did it. You, you've gone pro now. You just have to just let it happen. Yeah. Let it just let it get inside yeah. your heart. Accept yes. the compliment. Uh, I, I do want to point out that uh, Dylan told me that if I didn't hold the lightsaber while I made the announcement, it didn't count. I had it here the whole time, Dylan. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, let, let hate has in fact made you powerful. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about what's going on for the rest of the day. Re following this immediately is Bardic Inspiration, as well as the update for Summage Spectacular, so uh, be playing that while you're watching. Mars's Guiding Hand is at 1. The Sketching Hour is at 3, where Lauren will be talking about what she is doing. And at 4 p.m., Storyteller Mars Presents is back. I will be there with Ali Deichman, Garwar, Robo Goblin, and, of course, Storyteller Mars himself running the game. And uh, it's going to be great. And, and you can find out uh, what happened to Gar and Garlock after they auditioned for a uh, position as an accountant for the Westgate Irregulars. <laughs> that is available. The VOD is available on our Twitch channel. It was delightful. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, thank you to Jay for moderating in the chat as always and doing a fantastic job. Thank you to Codename Entertainment for giving us a chance to have some fun talks about D&D. Uh, if you missed any part of the show, you can catch it later as a podcast at 2 p.m. on your favorite podcast services. Uh, and if you have any suggestions for future topics, send those into uh, Champions Allure at CodenameEntertainment.com. But uh, yeah, that is going to do it for this week's episode. So until next week, Champions out.